Welcome to Creatively Christian, a podcast by Theophany Media, where we inspire, inform, educate, and empower creative Christians of all types. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon Hollingsworth. Philip Kozlowski is the founder of Voyage Comics. Today, Philip describes to Bill about how he creates his comics to be uniquely Catholic. So let's listen. Hello and welcome to Creative the Christian. I'm your host, Bill Brooks. We're, we are bringing you another Creative Christian. Please welcome to the show, Philip Koslowski. Hi, Phil. How are you? Hello. Doing well. How are you? Good. Philip is a writer and founder of Voyage Comics and Publishing, founded in 2018. He creates positive faith-based entertainment formed by Catholic values. So welcome to Creatively Christian. Thanks, glad to be here. So were you always writing stories when you were a child, when, uh, since you can remember, when did you start writing stories, faith-based stories? Sure, well, um, it actually started more recently. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, growing up, I kind of had this idea of what I wanted to do um, but then as I started to kind of pray and discern about it, um, I discovered, you know, kind of God was leading me in a different direction. Um, and one of the things that I was, you know, trying to discern is, you know, how to best use the gifts that God has given me. And I went through this process where I kind of discovered that writing for me was something that was easy, um, you know, relatively easy for me, but that also um, that I was good at. And I hadn't really explored that very much, um, you know, as a child or, you know, not even, you know, not in high school or even in, in college, really, I didn't, I didn't really think about it. But then as I started to write more, I just, it just, you know, I felt a lot of peace about it. And um, and so initially I just, you know, I started just writing more spirituality type articles, articles on, you know, on prayer. Um, and, you know, kind of as that became more, more or less successful and I, you know, ended up kind of getting a job where I, where I wrote, you know, spirituality articles for a living. Um, then I, I kind of wanted to, I guess, take it to the next level and, to, you know, to start to tell stories. Um, uh-huh. And, you know, I guess you could say it's every kind of, you know, writer's dream to kind of write a, a novel or, you know, some sort of, um, you know, piece of, of fiction. Um, and for me, though, I kind of, you know, it's one of those things where I, I started kind of writing, you know, stories, but then it just wasn't, I don't know, it wasn't clicking for me. It's just, I was just, just had a lot of obstacles to, to doing it. Um, but then I, I was kind of thinking, well, one way to communicate stories um, is to do so in a visual way. Um, and, and so I kind of was thinking, you know, well, how, you know, how can I do that? And, you know, I kind of wanted to do it in a, in a more popular way. So, um, so then I thought, well, comic books is a, 
is a kind of a, a neat medium. It's very, you know, kind of the whole comic books are really popular nowadays, you know, with Marvel, yep. DC and, and all the, the movies that they've been turning out and, and their comics have also been um, kind of been give, getting a resurgence recently. And so, so I started to kind of look into that um, and yeah, you, it's, go ahead. Were you into comics when you were a kid or? Um, a little bit. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't collect comics uh, like like some people do. Um, I did have you know a handful of comics and was always kind of fascinated by them. Um, and and so I also you know this the original idea that I had. Um, I just knew it would it would work well in a kind of a, a more visual medium. And so um, so and kind of what um what kind of encouraged me i guess is uh i kind of you know I, so i had this blog on my, on my personal website and i kind of reached out to my you know email subscribers you know saying like i had this idea of making these you know kind of christian comic books um you know what do you think of it and you know i got some you know positive feedback and then you know i had a one of my readers said, well, I know, you know, someone who, who works, you know, who works for Marvel comics and he's, oh, been, and he's awesome. been working, working with them for the past, you know, 30 years. Um, but he's also a, you know, a faithful Christian. And, uh -huh. uh, um, and so I got connected with him and, uh, and then I could, got connected with some other artists um, and, you know, kind of every step of the way, things have been kind of been falling into place. And so I, I kind of found that as, you know, God, God kind of leading me in the right direction. You know, yeah, that sounds like it. That, you know, so, so yeah, that's, so that's kind of, it started, yeah, kind of in 2017 is when I kind of first was having this idea. And then you know, we made our first comic book and originally it was just going to be kind of one. Um, but then as things fell into place, I just kind of realized, well, we could, you know, make this into a series and, and now yeah. it's a company. So. Awesome. So your books and your comics include Finian and the seven mountains, which is a series, uh, the mission of Joan of Arc, uh, the tale of Patrick Payton, Jonah's Voyage to Atlantis. I don't remember reading about that in the Bible, by the way. Um, or did I? Uh, so, first question is, who is Patrick Payton, without any spoilers? Sure. Um, so, so that particular comic book, uh, I, um, we, we, were, we were hired by this um, this religious organization to kind of look at their this founder of their organization and, and he's this this catholic priest who was actually really big in in hollywood in the 1950s and 60s uh and he's he's really a fascinating uh priest he he gave oddly enough um a lot of actors their like first start so i mean like 
like William Shatner and James Dean and uh, even George Lucas, like the, during this time frame, like he, cause he was doing these, these uh, religious videos at the time and uh, hired these, you know, these, these new kids on the block, which, you know, at the time they were nobodies, but then it turns out that they're, you know, became, you know, very successful. So, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, so that, so that was a, that was kind of a neat comic book to do, um, kind of explore his life and all the people he interacted with. Um, yeah. So, uh, how about Finian and the seven mountains? Can you summarize that? Sure. Uh, yeah, so Finian, so it starts in uh, Ireland and uh, part of the inspiration for that was um, in, in Star Wars, in the most recent Star Wars, uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, uh, there's this island um, where Luke Skywalker is and where they filmed it was it's an actual island off the coast of Ireland and they filmed it at this Christian monastery that you know it's no longer in use but it you know it's you know hundreds of years old um and and so kind of that's where it takes place initially that's kind of where the base is in this this island uh uh this Christian monastery and then they find and then basically I kind of in this series, I explore a lot of these kind of medieval legends about these different uh, places. And, you know, I guess you could say that the general theme of the whole series is kind of spiritual warfare. Um, so kind of bringing, you know, the battle of, of uh, you know, angels and demons kind of more or less visible in, in a sense like you know because we we can't see them um but kind of just kind of playing around with the idea of well what if you know we could and kind of right looking at some of these things um yeah from a i guess medieval perspective and you've written a non-fiction book about skellig michael as well talking speaking about that island yep yeah so yeah, By the way, I'm a huge Star Wars fan as well, so <laughs> I feel like I've been on the island myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so I've, yeah, kind of before the, before I wrote the comic book series, I, yeah, I kind of wrote this, this short uh, book called The Last Monks of Skellig Michael, and, and yeah, I just kind of was exploring these monks, but then also connecting them to Star Wars and the Jedi. And there's just a lot of kind of spiritual connections that I saw. Um, and I, I don't know, kind of um, these, you know, these spiritual warriors who, um, you know, do battle against evil and, and it's just, just uh, yeah, it's just very, very similar to, you know, the Jedi, the light and the dark and um, yeah. And you have t-shirts. I must mention the t-shirts. <laughs> um, May the Lord be with you is the first one from Ruth uh, 2-4, correct? Yep. And this is the way. Mm -hmm. So all the Star Wars fans uh, go. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about how to get those t-shirts later. So <laughs> uh, 
so the mission of Joan of Arc, what can you tell me about Joan of Arc that is not common knowledge? Sure. Um, so, yeah, so another, yeah, the series that we did, it's just it's a, a two issue series, but just focusing on the on the life of Joan of Arc. But, but again, you know, I kind of like to focus on, you know, kind of the spiritual aspect of it. And, um, you know, I mean, Joan of Arc, she kind of gets, you know, I guess criticized for hearing these voices and, you know, questioned like, well, did she actually hear voices or was she kind of just crazy? Um, and, uh, and so I, you know, again, tried to kind of visually represent kind of, you know, kind of looking at the transcripts of her um, trial, um, like kind of like the words that she said and, and how she described her voices and visions, um, you know, because using her words, she like, she saw St. Michael. Um, and so, um, yeah, just trying to, you know, more or less take Joan at her word and not kind of question her, um, her visions and, and just, and kind of see how that plays out in, uh, in the story. Okay, awesome. So, and let's talk about, we talked about Patrick Payton, we talked about Jonah's voyage to Atlantis. Tell yeah. me more about Atlantis. I know about Jonah. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so this one's kind of an, an interesting one. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't claim that it's a, uh, like, um, a story based on the Bible per se. It's, you could say it's a, a Jonah story. So, um, similarly taking inspiration from the Bible. Um, but then also, uh, kind of, you know, looking at some of the, the text of, of what Jonah said and, um, in particular, using this this translation that was done by by J.R.R. Tolkien, because um, he he contributed one book of the Bible for the Jerusalem Bible, um, and and he just had had kind of some interesting, you know, for the most part, it's just like other translations, uh, but then there are some other some verses which uh, point to some interesting. You know, I was doing just kind of some more research about it, and there's just kind of some of these ancient Hebrew traditions around Jonah and some kind of extra biblical um, legends. And so I kind of wanted to explore them a little bit and uh, and then also kind of connect it to kind of this the legend of of Atlantis, uh, you know, the city under the sea. Um, and yeah, so I kind of, kind of, you know, take inspiration from the Bible, from these Hebrew traditions, and then from uh, the Atlantis myth, kind of. So, so am I giving away anything if I mention Tarshish? <laughs> no, no. Okay, uh, so, so it's speculated that Tarshish was Atlantis. Is that, is that where we're going with this? There's well, there, there's some um, some historians have have pointed to Tarshish as poss a possible source for like these Atlantis myths. So 
Um, so, you know, I mean, it's, it's just kind of interesting how there's just all these connections. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, obviously the story that I do is not, you know, it, it's, it's just kind of taking from all these different traditions and, and weaving it together into a story. Um, but, but still, you know, staying true to kind of the spiritual essence of the story. Um, you know, so, so trying to get, to get to the core of, I guess you could say the core of the book of Jonah, but, but doing it with a little creative like license, I guess you could say. Okay. So these questions are under the inspire category. When did you know that you wanted to make comics? I think you already answered that. When were you inspired to make comics? Yeah, I think, yeah, I had said that it was maybe four years ago. Okay. And that was because everybody else was reading comics and you wanted to get the message out to as many people as possible. Yeah, I, I was, I was looking, looking for a way to communicate a story that would be easy to, for a, a wider audience. Um, you know, comic books are, are more or less easy to pick up. Um, you know, anyone can, can, can pick them up and they're le kind of less threatening than a, than a novel. Okay. And in what way has God provided your business more than you imagined? So uh, another thing that I want to ask, I think you've already answered this question already. Uh, God uh, set you up with uh, that connection at Marvel. Uh, what's his name, by the way? What the, that person's um, name? Jim Fern is his name. Okay. So how many artists do you have in your operation? How many? Well, in um, in the comic books that we've done so far, uh, it's been a variety. Um, some of them have more than others. Um, at, at the core, you know, we have, you know, maybe three or four artists who are kind of our, our core members. And then we work with other ones as we need. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, again, like, I mean, not only did did I get connected with that first Marvel artist, but you know, in the last um, six months, I there was another Marvel artist who who still works again similar situation, you know, faithful Christian, but just wanted to to help, um, and so yeah, I mean, I just as the business has been growing. I've just, these connections just kind of keep, keep being made. Amen. It's awesome. Um, so let's educate. These questions are under the educate category. What did you not know about comic creation when you started? Sure. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a learning experience for me. Uh, I, um, I really didn't have any knowledge actually starting out. Um, so I kind of tried to inform myself about it. Um, and, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting process because, so I write the script um, and then, and then the script then gets passed on to um, the initial artist. Um, and then, you know, it's kind of, if you have a good relationship with your, with the artist, then the artist will be able to kind of look at your script and say, you know, this will work, this won't work. 
um, you know, some adjustments will need to be made. So, um, yeah, so kind of all along, it's, it's, it's definitely a team effort, um, you know, after, after that initial um, idea. So a script writing for comics, similar to movie script writing? I would say so. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's similar. I mean, you have scene descriptions, uh, dialogue, you know, you, you just try to give, um, you try to give the artist enough information, but you also leave him some, you know, his own ability to, you know, wiggle room to create and to kind of interpret the scene as, as he sees fit. So. Mm -hmm. And what is your greatest surprise when you began a company? Sure. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 uh, you know, when you start a company, it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's in a certain sense, it's easy for me to to create a good product, but the hard part is getting it to the people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Distribution, you're talking Dist about? Or? Yeah, I mean, distribution, marketing, marketing, yeah, all, all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, you you can make a great product, but then um, then you have to figure out how to how to get it to the people. So, do you have a marketing? expert or uh, I mean over the past year we've kind of you know hired some marketing firm to help us out and we've had a mixed success so we're still still looking I guess <laughs> still doing it yourself yeah so these questions are under the empower category how does one start from step one to create a comic book company sure um Boy, well, the if if you know if you want to get into the world of comic books, um, it's definitely it's all about surrounding yourself with with people who have who have already done it. Um, wow, uh, I definitely and, and you know if you know we because when I first started writing like the first issue um, and. I was working with a, a an artist who who also didn't have any um, who didn't have any experience in comic books. Uh, but then once we got connected with this this Marvel Comics artist, like he just kind of really changed our viewpoint and showed us, you know, what to do. And yeah, I mean, it you definitely you have to learn from people who've already done it before. Um, yeah, yeah, because you. You can think you're doing something good, but then you know, in practicality, it's it's not, um, and it won't be successful. So, yeah. Uh, but 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 other people have already done it, so you don't need to you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, good point. So, did you need a loan or crowdfunding to get the funds to together to pay these people? So yeah, so far we've kind of relied on on crowdfunding on on Kickstarters, um, and those have been been helpful um i mean we've we hope you know as uh, as we're able to kind of get the word out and spread the word about our company that will rely less and less on crowdfunding and more just on you know on our own revenues awesome be praying for that and you've been around for two years at least 
well, officially your company. Uh, how has the pandemic affected your business? Um, well, it's um, interestingly, it's it hasn't it hasn't so much. Um, you know, well, I guess two things. So one thing is, you know, um, it really has focused our um, distribution to online, um, you know, because it was really not worth it for us to to really go after bookstores and um, you know, we, you know comic book stores or Christian bookstores because you know, they've been closed for for a long time, um, and so so in that sense, it you know we weren't you know kind of moving moved away from from the the physical stores uh just online uh but then at the same time you know i mean we you know our our team doesn't all live in the same location we all live kind of all over uh, the united states um and so you know i mean it's you know we do everything on online and so we just kind of keep keep going you know it didn't really interrupt uh, our production flow um and i guess the good thing too with i mean i guess you could say a good thing but one thing is with with the focus on online you know there's <clears throat> e-commerce is just such a big thing this year and so right. um you just yeah we've been in receiving a lot more orders uh, through our online stores. So I'm assuming you're not a brick and mortar company? No, uh, so not, we don't have uh, a, like a central office. Um, right. But- uh, So you don't have a studio of, of artists, you don't have a bullpen where people are less than six feet away from each other, <laughs> didn't have to send everybody home. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So, so that's in a certain sense, a good thing. We, uh, you know, no matter what the situation is, you know, everybody does their work in their own home. So, uh, it, you know, it, uh, being at home doesn't matter, uh, cause that's, that's where the, the work happens anyway. Right. Exactly. So where did you find your staff? Did you, do you hire your people one at a time as, as things, yeah, I mean, the so the initial artist at, who um, his name is Michael Lavoy, who I had, who kind of came on at the very beginning. Uh, he, he was kind of a mutual friend, uh, lives somewhat nearby um, to where I live. Uh, but then otherwise, yeah, it's just can be kind of making connections, um, you know, reaching out. In different places for you know for artists or editors and yeah so just kind of as uh as each project happens just kind of finding people who are qualified for it all right so we're about to wrap up so what is your newest publication and where can people find it to get it sure um so we have a couple publications coming out uh in december we have Jonah's Voyage to Atlantis, which will, will now be available. Um, the second issue of Joan of Arc and the fourth issue of the Finian series. Okay, excellent. And we'll put those links in the comments. And 
Well, thank you very much, Phil Cubs Philip Kozlowski, excuse me, easy for me to say, from Voyage Comics. Thank you for being my guest here on Creatively Christian. Join us next week for another Creatively Christian episode where we're going to introduce you to a new Creative Christian. Thank you. May God's grace be with you. Thanks so much for listening today. We really hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like more information, check out our show notes at theophanymedia.com forward slash Philip. Be sure to rate, review, and share wherever you listen to podcasts. Creatively Christian is a product of Theophany Media. You can find out more at theophanymedia.com. This show is hosted by Brandon Hollingsworth, Andrea Sandifer, Bill Brooks, and Lynn Baber. Our logo is by Bill Brooks. Our music is by Bill Brooks and Andrea Sandifer. To join our paid membership, the Creatively Christian Club, which includes exclusive content, networking events, and masterminds with expert creatives, just go to club.theophanymedia.com. Have a blessed day, and keep on creating for our Lord.